Hi, and welcome to the My RV Broker Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. James Upham, and I believe that everyone who buys or sells RVs should be empowered with all of the tools necessary for a great price and a great experience. This podcast provides advice for the RV lifestyle using RV research, education, and experience to help you buy or sell your RV without being taken advantage of. For more information or for help with your next RV experience, feel free to contact us at myrvbroker.com. Well, hello there, RVers. James here with My RV Broker. Enjoying the beautiful weather that's here in North Carolina. There was a cold front, I guess, that came in last night. For those of you who want a weather update, <laughs> news, sports, and weather, right? These are the things that people talk the most about. Um, uh, not so much in my world, but I am enjoying it. In fact, you might hear the, uh, the wind rustling in the background um, but I couldn't help myself to come out here and do a podcast. So, uh, no, I'm not in the middle of a hurricane. I know there's one off the East Coast. No, I'm not out there doing anything crazy like that. Um, by the way, uh, we might have a podcast down the road or at least a video as what to do if storms come in. Um, if there's a hurricane coming, you probably don't want to spend it in your RV. But if you get trapped in a bad windstorm, rainstorm, etc., there's a couple things that uh, I think are really important to do. But that's another episode. Let's get down to it for today. Today is the final episode for our series, the top 10 reasons why buying a car is different than buying an RV. And we've gone through all the different reasons, starting with, of course, number 10, all the way down to today's um, session, as I call it, for the number one reason why. And and guys, I, I did this because I had a lot of clients coming to me and people that I would meet along the way and say, you know, thanks for your offer or... Uh, in some cases, I wish I would have come to you before I bought this because um, I really didn't know what I was doing when I bought my last RV. In fact, I, I thought that I could easily do it because, you know, I've bought 15 cars in my life. And I know the negotiation process and I kind of had an idea as to why it is that uh, I want this RV and what the price I think should be and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And only to find out, you know, a couple years after that they got completely just taken advantage of. The experience was terrible. The same dealer that they uh, bought this from, uh, they've contacted again to say, hey, we're ready to sell this. What would you give us to it? And then just for it and just falling over almost at the ridiculous offer that they had offered to purchase it back. I mean, Unfortunately, uh, I can't tell you how many times I've worked with clients who are just buried, I mean buried in their RV because they went into this thinking, well, I can buy this because, you know, I've bought plenty of cars. Now, listen, I'm not taking that away from anyone. I mean, there is a science to it. It's an art, I believe, and that's why I've, I, I spend my working hours helping people and doing this for, for people. But look, we don't have to overcomplicate it. Some people are really good at the art of negotiation and have experience and can do it. Just don't go into the buying experience confidently, overconfidently. Go in confident, but don't be overconfident and think, hey, I got this because it's just like buying a car. It's not. And I've given you 10 reasons and today is going to be the last one as to why it's different. So let's get into that this morning. We'll try to be a little brief if I can. You know, that's a challenge for me, especially when I'm outside enjoying the weather. Uh, but let's talk about the number one reason. So as we go to our, our number one reason why buying a car is different than buying an RV uh, is because you don't use the bathroom in your car, or at least you shouldn't anyway. Now, why is this important, right? This is immensely important 
Because one of the things that you may or may not check when you're looking at an RV is the bathroom. You kind of peek your head in there. You might even go in there. But for those of you who have experience, the bathroom is a major, major part of your RV. (laughs) This is the thing that I think in my experience where I've had people come to me and say, would you help me buy uh, another RV and help me sell my current RV? And one of the main reasons consistently is I need another bathroom or the bathroom is not big enough. Now, when you are buying an RV, one of the things you have to consider is how functional this bathroom is. What do I mean by that? Okay, and there's, there's plumbing codes that change. I'm not a plumber. I have a friend who's a plumber. And one of the things I learned from him is that in order for it to be code, in North Carolina anyway, when you're sitting down on the commode, you should be able to move your – put your elbows out and not touch the wall or the shower door, Right. And this is way – in order for it to be code, you got to have a reasonable-sized person just kind of sitting there. And if they put their arms out without having to stretch super far, of course, but just kind of putting your arms out naturally, um, that it's not hitting anything so that there's no obtrusion or anything that's going to keep you from flushing the toilet or et cetera, et cetera. So that's code, right? These codes don't apply, of course. Now, there are some codes and regulations, of course, in the RV industry, but there's not a lot of them. And we've gone over that before. But one of the things that I would have you do is go in the bathroom and spend time in the bathroom. Don't necessarily use the bathroom when you're looking at an RV. Don't recommend that. I could tell you horror stories when I used to work uh, as uh, as an RV uh, district sales manager for Winnebago for years and hearing about, um, you know, these shows that we would go to and finding out that, you know, one of these RVs are shut down uh, or closed or, you know, it's almost like there's a police tape all the way around it, right? And the reason is because somebody decided, (laughs) uh, I don't know how, but somebody decided to go ahead and use the bathroom um, on a display unit. So, uh, please don't do that, <laughs> but, but at least that person would know whether or not it works for them. Right. So I don't encourage you doing that. Please don't do that. But you know, you got to think about that. Go into the bathroom, sit down, see if your arms touch, move around. If you're a bigger individual, can you get around in the shower, get in the shower, don't necessarily turn it on, but you know, move up and down in the shower. I don't necessarily jump, but just kind of move. Is there is there flex in that shower? Does it feel like you're going to fall through it, or is there expandable foam in addition to how they've reinforced that shower? Can your you know does your head touch? Can you lift your arms up if you need to? Of course, to shower properly. All these different things that you would say. Well, I'm only spending a little bit of time in there, right? But you want to be comfortable. And, and especially for resale value, when you decide to sell your RV down the road, you know, people who have been RVers know that that's one of the things that they wish they would have changed about their RV and they're going to focus on the bathroom. It, I, I cannot understand. Now, uh, let, me, let me backtrack. For years, the bathroom has been kind of an afterthought for RV manufacturers. When I was working again for Winnebago, I used to have this discussion with the product designers all the time. Guys, you know, yes, you're, you're focusing a little more on the kitchen these days. That's good. But why not the bathrooms? You know, you go to a home and the first thing that somebody, your realtor is going to say to you, if you have an outdated uh, house, they're going to say, focus on the bathrooms, focus on the kitchen, right? So it's becoming that way with a bunch of newer RVers, brand new first time RVers that are getting into the RV industry, what's happening is they're inclined, like their home, to focus on these two areas. And the bathroom is immensely important. So when you're buying an RV, 
You need to go into this buying experience knowing that how that bathroom functions, whether or not you need a second bathroom or a half bath. There's not a lot of floor plans with two full bathrooms, but there's a lot of bath and a halves. Um, oh, and mostly, of course, there's a single bathroom. But, you know, wet bath versus dry bath. Do you have the commode in the shower as a wet bath? Uh, or is that a deal breaker for you? Some people absolutely could not do that, but some people are willing to do that to have more space and more storage. Uh, I would tell you don't compromise in the bathroom. And manufacturers of RVs are actually starting to focus on this a little more. I am very pleased to see that some of these newer RVs have got more space and um, you know better faucets and oh my gosh, better lighting. Um, I know in the years in years past, everyone thought, well, there's not much time. Most of the time is going to be spent up here, right, where the kitchen is and the lounge and this area up front or wherever it happens to be in the floor plan, where your family room, uh, so to speak, is is going to be where you're going to spend most of the time with your family and and whatnot, but. Uh, the bathroom is immensely important, and I put that as the number one reason why because my clients that come to me after the fact inevitably are all saying the same thing. I wish we had either a bigger bathroom uh, or, or I, and or I wish I had a second or half bath uh, to go with this because of privacy reasons. Uh, and one just final tip there, when you go into these bathrooms, make sure that you find vents so that there's a heating vent or cooling vent in there and not just a three-inch gap at the bottom or top of the door to help with airflow. The reason why is for those of you who are concert goers and you've gone to a concert in June or July in South Florida, let's say, where I'm from, and you have the ungodly task of having to use a porta potty, um, I want you to think about that and how bad that experience is and how that would be similar to the experience in a bathroom that doesn't have airflow with heat or air uh, in the bathroom. So uh, make sure that you focus on the bathroom. That is the number one reason why buying a car is different than buying because you don't have to think about a bathroom in a car, and it should be one of the most important things that you're thinking about uh, when it comes to buying your RV. You won't regret that. You'll never uh, regret having a nice bathroom. You'll never regret having extra storage, uh, extra size in most cases, um, and you're never going to regret going with the floor plan that makes the most sense for you, regardless of what the salesperson or seller has to say about it. So I hope that helps. So for the number one reason why buying a car is different than buying an RV is because uh, you don't use you don't use the bathroom in your car, but you do in your RV. At least you shouldn't anyway use the bathroom in your car. I don't recommend that. Uh, but you will absolutely use the heck out of it in your RV and make sure you go and and find out if that bathroom is right for you. Hey guys, thank you so much for being a part of this series. I am because some of you have, have reached out to me and asked me, said, hey, you know, it's slowly turning back into a buyer's market. There's a lot of sellers out there that are selling their RVs now. Um, and inventory levels are definitely going up. So can you do a series like this on the top 10 reasons why selling your RV is different than selling a car? And we'll go through the top 10 reasons. Most of them are different. On the other side of this, we'll be uh, getting into that series uh, as well. And I also have a couple other um, thoughts for you on some uh, podcasts and videos coming your way that's going to help you hopefully have the best RV experience possible. In the meantime, get out there and RV. God bless and enjoy the beautiful weather like days like today in my world. And uh, we'll be talking to you again real soon.